Good evening or day, morning. Kind of lost myself a little bit, but that's okay. That's what we're here for, trying to figure things out. Brewers are trying to figure things out. Mark Antanasio has spoken. Didn't sound happy at all. And uh, Craig Council, it has been uh, made official. He is now a Chicago Cub manager after the Cubs put out the press release yesterday that uh, said uh, the the former Brewers skipper has indeed taken the job. They uh, let go of uh, of their current manager, and David Ross is now out. So now the next chapter begins for both teams. Uh, hi, how are you doing today? Uh, it, it was a gut punch yesterday. A gut punch. And uh, I got to admit, there's a lot of people, a lot of people not happy with Craig. He could have gone anywhere else but Chicago. He could have gone anywhere else but Chicago. And a lot of people are upset about it. A lot of people. Um, so anyway, that being said, uh, if you want to chime in, we're going to talk a lot about that today. And then... Uh, We are at the midseason point of the NFL season, and I I want to know what your midseason grades are for the Packers, and I'm going to find this really interesting. I got into a uh, discussion. I'm not going to say an argument or debate or anything. It was just a really good discussion last night uh, about the Packers, and you know, everybody's doing the midseason grades. Okay, it's nothing new. It's not like I'm, you know, thinking up some kind of, you know, masterful topic for the program today. But what I found was nobody knows. It, it all varies. There's no consensus. And I think that's rather interesting. So I'm going to get your opinion on this today as well. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us uh, on Twitter? At Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find Grant Bills producing the program at Wisco Grant. At Wisco Grant. Uh, you can also track us down on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram, and I am posting a lot more over there. I post usually both on Facebook and on Instagram, but uh, if you want to follow me there, uh, always appreciate it. I can't figure out Instagram because I post the same stuff on Facebook and I post the same stuff on all our YouTube channels and everything. Instagram, I'll lose two or three people. Whereas I'll gain 80 to 100 over on the Facebook fan page and other pages. It's weird. I don't know why, but it's weird. Then again, I see on Instagram followers, there's, there seems to be a lot of people in porn. So I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know if that's what Instagram's become or not, but you can follow us over there. Uh, Facebook, Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Facebook.com slash Bill Michael Show. You can find us on YouTube. YouTube, great way to follow the program, listen to the program. Go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Facebook.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Also, same thing on Twitch TV and on Kick TV. LinkedIn, you can find me under Bill Michaels and uh, watch the program there. And uh, email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Thebillmichaels at gmail.com and thebillmichaels.com is the website and uh, the app, W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison, The Zone Madison. And you can also track us down after the fact on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts as well. So there you go. Grant Bills, has it sunk in yet that Craig Council is no more? Uh, I mean, yeah. It doesn't mean I'm over it. (laughs) 
that's right. that's the, that's the thing. Like, yeah, it's sunk in because I've I've seen all these pictures like of of uh, Cubs accounts and stuff like posting pictures with him photoshopped in a Cubs jersey, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So, well, the funny thing is, is that like the hardcore Cubs fan, they don't want him. They're mad about it, which I find completely Cubs esque, but they're mad about it. I don't know if anyone had any principles. I I, I get that. If I was a Cubs fan, I well. I mean, they got a they got an awesome manager, and their team is spending money. And I would assume that this means they're going to spend more this offseason. So that's great. But it yeah. feels very wrong. This feels very dirty. This feels like dirty pool. So I I, I don't know. I, if I was a Cubs fan, maybe part of me would be like, man, this this feels a little. Wrong. I mean, they'll get used to it, but it does should feel a little wrong. I think. Uh, Kyle says over on the live stream exactly what a couple of people brought up to me last night. They said they said Craig Council going to the Cubs is like Lombardi going to the bears that's what it feels like because lombardi was the winningest coach in packers history and all that kind of stuff and when you come to championships and success and now craig council hasn't had championships but he has been the winningest manager by far in the milwaukee brewers organization and obviously he uh he then goes to the rival and you know, I, I understand it. The the uh, you know the the comparison is very true, very true. Um, so, I I get it. Uh, it's not a trash comment, Pack fan. It's it's the the similarities are very there. The similarities are very there. Craig Council, the winningest manager in Brewers history, has had success with postseason uh, appearances. And it's not about winning. God, shut up. You're just such a son of a whatever. Um, he is the winningest manager in, in Brewers history. He has taken them and taken the expectations of fans where it's po- – I mean, I remember when I got here, this team was awful. Um, Phil Garner, had he won every game that first year, he would have still been a sub-500 manager. And then – Ned Yost got here and just wanted to put him above 500. What Craig Council did with the Brewers is make them a consistent threat to get to the postseason. He became a winning manager. Now, as far as championship goes, no, it's not a comparison. But you've got the winningest manager in Brewers history. Now, think about that. He's the winningest manager in Brewers history. Lombardi was the winningest, most decorated in Packers history. Now you got now you go to your rival. Council was going to the Cubs. The rival was the Bears. That would be Lombardi going to the Bears. That's what that would be the equivalency of in comparison. Technically, I get it. So that's you know that's uh, I completely understand it. I, I understand how people feel now. Uh, I do not agree, and I was listening to the morning show. I do not agree with running out and defacing property in the Craig Council field and all that stuff. I, I don't agree with that. There is we, we complain about vandalism and everything in the city and things being bad and crime and everything. But if a manager pisses us off, it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's never okay. So I don't agree with that. I kind of thought it might happen, but I don't agree with it. Um, council did a lot. You can't take that away from him. I get it, though, the way it went down. I Look. There is more to this story than meets the eye. Would you not agree, Grant? 
Oh, I, I, yeah, I agree. There's a, there's, I, there's is, a lot that's gone on the last two years in the right. Brewers organization with all these. There players. is, there is more to this story than meets the eye. For him, not to tell anyone. Now, one, I get it because out of the respect for David Ross, you don't want to let anybody know that you're interviewing for a job that a guy hasn't even been fired from yet. So I get that. You're not going to say anything. It's a business. It's up to the Cubs to alert David Ross about his job status, not the media. I get that, okay? But to not, when this starts to happen, to not talk to Mark, I guess, I, I, from what I understand, Mark didn't know, had no idea this was coming. Um, that is, I don't want to say that's a middle finger walking out the door, but it kind of feels like it. I, I, I don't know for sure. But that feels like it. Like there was something there where Craig said, F it, I'm out. So I don't know to be, this is kind of like shooting the messenger, you know? I don't know if I'm pissed at Craig Council for going to the Cubs. The Cubs, I get it. You know, okay, that portion of it. But, but for seeking a new job, or if it really casts a shadow of doubt upon what's going on behind the walls at American Family Field. I, and I think people right now are, are fueled with emotion, and I understand that. But to me, I'm, I, I really, this is a, if I'm a Brewers fan, it's a very cautionary tale. Because I'm thinking to myself, this was his hometown team. He grew up as a bad boy, loved it. His dad worked for the Brewers. He was so thrilled to come home. You played that press conference yesterday, that opening press conference that he had when he was just glad to be here and wanted to bring a winner to the city and wanted to win a championship with the Brewers. I mean, remember that commercial a couple of years ago that the Brewers put together with Craig Council talking about being the hometown guy and how badly he wanted to win. I mean, that, that was what was fueling him. For that to evaporate, I mean, in, a, in what seemed to be a heartbeat, a moment in time, something happened. So as mad as people are at Craig Council, I am so intrigued by what's going on behind closed doors over at American Family Field, what the message is. And the only thing that I've been told, and yesterday my phone blew up, and mainly for the fact that I was calling a lot of people and it was blown up, but my phone blew up. And I, the sense that I got was it's not like it's personal that, you know, you called me a name or my family a name or whatever. It's not like that. But this is like, I can't win here. I The, the management is not in. They're not all in. We, we, we've gone as far as we can. And I, I keep going back to the Josh Hader trade. I keep saying, when did things begin to not? I'm not saying that things deteriorated, but when did things grow cold? Like Craig just began just worrying about the team on the field. And I keep getting kind of pointed back to that. When this team was in the hunt and they gave away the back end of their bullpen and weakened their team for a bag of balls. And that that's kind of where, where it is. I, I really believe that that's where this all began. And that to me is more of a cautionary tale. Because if Craig Council 
the hometown guy, he, the, the whole deal. I mean, if he can't convince Mark, hey, we're, we're right here, we got to go for it, then who will? And this is all the things that are said, you know, this whole thing about, and I get it. I'm, I, I'm a realist. I live in the reality of what the Milwaukee media market can afford. I get it. But at some point, you got to say, we're in, man. Not to say that you got to go just spend money willy-nilly, but when you have legitimate opportunities to bolster your team and you say money's not an object and then you back up so hypocritically that statement with the release or the, the trade of a guy that was so worthy of staying here, it, I, I got to wonder what the hell's going on. Well, Bill, I, I think you made a good point. You, you understand the Brewers can't spend as much money as other big markets. We all get that. I, I, we're not idiots. Right. We understand that there are limitations, but I had a caller on my show last night who pointed out, you know, they had this rotation of guys that, that came together all at once, like this, this lucky situation where you have Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, all in their prime and all pretty cheap. Who is the best bat they added? You know what right. I mean? The last couple of years. Who, who's the best? I'm, I'm honestly asking because right. I don't know. And I, no, I a caller brought get, that up. I was like, wow. Yep. Yeah. Completely get it. 100%. It has been, let's milk everything we can with young guys in these controllable contracts. And that's what every team wants to do. Don't get me wrong. I'm not you know, saying the Brewers are only one to do this. But when the opportunity to add comes about or you realize that you don't have anything waiting in the wings that can fill that void and the whole, well, let's just put a square peg in a round hole. We'll make it fit. We're not going to spend any money. That, that's where you lose me. That's where you lose me. Because I, I appreciate everything Mark Antanasio has done for this team. But that day when they traded Hayter and he sat there and did that, that craptastic interview of we're in it, we ran on the Juan Soto deal. I don't know. Ask, you know, ask David. That's David's department. I quit micromanaging. That was, that was Mark passing the buck and not owning up to what his own statement behind closed doors probably was. And that was, we're, we're, we're not going to keep him, so we're not going to pay him, so let's dump him. And dump him now. And what you did was F up the remainder of the season. I completely, I completely believe that. And that's when Craig's probably sitting in his office going, what, what are you talking about? What, what are you doing to me? You're telling me to swim the pool as fast as everybody else, and what you're doing is then tying one of my hands behind my back and saying, still go and do it. Go and win. I, I think that's when he said, you know what, I'm done. As soon as I get an opportunity to get out, I'm done. I'll become the winningest manager in Brewers history, and then I'm out. And that's what he did. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, feel free to go ahead and uh, do so. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And uh, we know the winter is coming. We know the cold weather is coming. We know the wind and the snow and the blustery blech and everything. It's going to be here. Order now. Get the free, free in-home consultation. And they can install in cold weather. Okay, you get your windows in about a month, a little bit longer, a little bit shorter, depending on supply and demand. And you get your windows, and they seal off each room. They can install them. And that very night, you turn your heat back on, and, oh, man, you are uh, you're toasty. You're perfect. Everything's nice in your home they're economical they add curb appeal they add value to your home and property 
No reason not to check in that uh, check on that free in-home consultation. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Call them 855-PELLA-WI. 855-PELLA-WI. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Good to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show. Talking some uh, Craig Council. He is now on his way to Chicago. He'll be introduced as the uh, Cubs manager tomorrow, or excuse me, uh, not tomorrow, next week. And um, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's to say it's disappointing would be an understatement. I get it. Um, you know, it's and it is, it is. It's disappointing, but I, but I. You know, I I don't fault him. I think any of us put it this way, and you got to look in your soul for this. If you had a rival company that you were, you know, that you were always going up against, and you know, and you, that that company called you and said, "Hey, we want to hire you. We think you're really, really good for what you've done for the company you work for, and the company that you work for." doesn't seem to be interested in bettering itself consistently to that level, then, and oh, by the way, they're going to pay you three times, almost three times more than what you were making. I don't think there's any one of us that would that would say, hey, I'm sticking around. You know? Um... I just I, I try to put it and this is where sometimes I can get passionate about things, but I try to become a realist uh, and I try to put because I like everybody else feels like this is a gut punch. It just it almost makes you physically feel sick. I get that. And next year opening it really. I mean, if we go down to spring training and we go down to Mesa to see Craig and the Cubby Blue. That'll be a gut punch. But opening day of the baseball season and, you know, the Brewers are going to be opening up and there's going to be optimism and such. But we all know, look, opening day in Chicago is going to mean something different this year. 
and you're probably going to say, screw them, I'm not going to pay attention, but you know you're going to watch highlights of something, and it'll be even bigger a gut punch then. It'll be like ripping the ripping the scab open again. But, you know, I, I guess what I'm hoping for, what comes out of this is the realization that nobody is going to stick around if this team isn't all in. If they're not continually trying to get legitimately better, then I, not only are managers not going to stick around, but fans are going to eventually throw their hands in the air again. And you'll go back to having, you know, Miller Park like County Stadium. Now, granted, the weather had something to do with it, but when you got into the month of August, specifically into September, and the weather cooled down a little bit, kids are back in school, and you're looking at a night of they're announcing 13,000, but you know there's maybe five in the stands. I mean, you know, if, 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 if utility becomes obvious, then, yeah, there's there's something to – that's something to kind of be a – um, a kind of a shot over the bow, if you will, for what could be. So I hope that Mark kind of realizes that, yeah, there's fans that are upset. There's fans that are mad. There's fans that are, you know, right there in the Brewers' corner. You know, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. You know, F them on, you know, okay. But I think there's also a good majority of very smart fans that are saying – Something is not right behind closed doors of American Family Field. And I don't know what. Uh, 877-867-1670. Kurt says Major League Baseball is going to make opening day Milwaukee at Chicago. Bank on it. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? You know what I would love to see? This is what I would love to see. If they're going to do that, Make it Chicago at Milwaukee. Make it Chicago at Milwaukee. I am I am tired of seeing the Brewers open up uh, and on the road in Chicago. We've seen that. We've seen that already. We've already been down that path. I remember the uh, go back to that year that um, Freddie Peralta got hurt, or not Freddie Peralta. Um, oh God, Jimmy Nelson injury. No, not Jimmy Nelson. He injured his knee. He was fielding a, a, a bunt and ended up uh, on it. was a rainy day. They twisted his knee. I can't remember who. God. It wasn't Freddie Peralta. It was. It'll come to me. Anyway. But I, I just, I, I've spent a couple of opening days down in Chicago and opening weekends in Chicago. And it's, I, that, no. I, I would rather see them make it Craig Council returning to Miller Park. You know? So. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't, don't correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't the schedule already out grant? The Brewers open up somewhere with somebody else. Is it like, um, I can't remember who they, I, I think they, I think the schedule's already out. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you could be wrong, but I don't think you are. Let me pull it up. Uh, yeah. The 2023 schedule, 2024. Yeah, that's right. I know what year it is. Yeah. Yeah, um, they just announced that like in August or something. Yeah, they open up at the Mets. Oh, geez. <laughs> Craig, at New York. Craig Council is going to be involved one way or another. Yeah, they open right. at the Mets. They open up at the Mets. Okay. 
877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Um, got one from uh, Jesse. Jesse says, uh, I agree with you. This is a gut punch. I feel that Craig has betrayed all the fans that he kept telling he wanted to win a World Series here in Milwaukee. I feel like he took the money and ran. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. I am full of support, fully supportive of my Milwaukee Brewers and always will be. That's kind of the sentiment. Now, I mean, look at it. I don't think anybody's asking you to change allegiances. So I, don't get me wrong. I Look, Brewers fans are Brewers fans, period, end of story. Nobody's walking around and all of a sudden going out to buy Cubs hats. That's for sure. That I agree with. Uh, this is from Mark. Uh, Mark says, I feel that Craig had just spent all of his time here in Milwaukee and it was, excuse me, it was time to spread his wings and as, as a manager and prove that he could do it in another organization. I wish him nothing but the best except for when they play the Brewers. Um, Texas Badger says, if Milwaukee cheers his return, then this state truest shows the nation that Wisconsin is a sports state of mediocrity and weakness. I don't I don't know about weakness. I don't know about weakness. I mean the only people that I know that would boo no matter what would be like Philly fans. I think there's a lot of people that have gone on, you know, I, I just, there's a lot of people that have gone on to other things and come back and at least got a, an ovation for what they did. I, I think, I think Brewers fans will cheer them uh, for a minute and that'll be the extent of it. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Giovanni Gallardo got hurt that day. Thank you very much, J-Bone. Thank you very much, Giovanni Gallardo. I kept wanting to say Freddie Peralta, and I knew that wasn't right. Giovanni Gallardo. Oh, thank you very much. Um, This is from Chris. Chris says, uh, no way I'm cheering for Council. He is going to get booed like every other Cubs player that comes into this stadium. It is our house, not theirs, and this whole Wrigley North blank has to end. And I can't use the word. Uh, when are Brewers fans going to unite and really lock arms and take back American Family Field? Oh, I think this has done nothing but pour gasoline on the rivalry. Am I wrong about that, Grant? I mean, do you can you imagine if both teams are playing well? Can you imagine now the rivalry? Uh, no. I I mean, the stadium's going to be more Cubs fans this year than ever before. So for all, like I know us Brewers fans, we have these dreams of Council's return where he gets booed. He's there's going to be way too many Cubs fans there for him to get booed. This is this is why this situation is so helpless. This is why this is so bad. Uh, But I I would agree with you, yes, on the rivalry. I'm just not convinced that both teams are going to be good next year. Yeah. um, Well, that's the other thing. Although the Cubs made a small run this year. They they seem to have some good young talent. They've got some pieces they need to change. But, and and we can get a little more into that, but, um, you know, the Brewers have a lot of decisions to make. And the problem with the Brewers' decisions, and this is – this is the, the, the issue, is the problem with the Brewers' decisions is revolving around money. It's not, you're not going to say, oh, by the way, we signed Corbin Burns. They're not going to do that. They already traded away Canna. The, their decisions now, 
Craig Council left for more money. Corbin Burns is going to get traded away because of money. Mark Canna got cut loose because of money. And that's all that's being beaten into Brewers fans right now is, if it's too expensive, we don't want it. What? We need a first baseman? See if somebody in the minor league can fill, fill the bill because we don't want to spend any money. So, you know, on one hand, you've got Craig Council leaving, and that's a gut punch. But on the other hand, everything that's been done and everything that's been talked about all revolves around money. All revolves around money and the cheap side of things. And that it's, it's, it's already a PR hit because he left you. But it's worse when you're going to follow it up with, well, we're not going to spend money. Well, we're, we, we'll get a couple of guys that, you know, yeah, look what we did. We're going to spend money in free agency. And by the way, and Sean, I don't want to hear it anymore. He's pounding on the Brewers because they've spent the most in franchise history. Sean, I don't care. It doesn't matter. You know why? Here's the reason why. Because last year, they were, what, 25th or something like that, 20th in baseball when it came to overall contracts. I don't care how much money. If you spent a dollar today and everybody else is spending 20 and you spend $2 tomorrow and say, I just spent more money than I ever have, you're still not keeping up with the Joneses. You're just not doing it. So this year, coming into this season, the Milwaukee Brewers, where are they? The Milwaukee Brewers, for their 2024 payroll, are 26th out of 30 teams in Major League Baseball. They have got, and I quote, $46.5 million committed right now to the 26-man uh, payroll, okay? Doesn't include everything that's going to go on with all the, you know, arbitration and people getting raises, okay? What's committed right now on the books, they are 26th in Major League Baseball. 26th. 26. So I don't want to hear this. They spent more money. Oh, my God. That was like when they came out and they said, we were in on CC Sabathia. No, you weren't. You offered them $100 bucks. But he got an offer of $125 million from the Yankees. You could say, we offered him $120 million. Okay, you're still $5 million short. It doesn't matter. So this whole thing about they spent the most, don't want to hear it anymore. That's like, you know, everybody else is driving a Corvette. You're driving a Chevy Chevette. And finally, you upgrade to a Chevy Malibu and go, look, we bought a new car this year. You're still not catching the Corvettes. It ain't happening. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Stick around. We got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by friends at Quick Trip. Oh, my goodness, those take-home meals come in handy. Out running around last night, stopped, grabbed, uh, grabbed one of those take-home meals, had some of that, uh, that, that buffalo chicken. Oh, my goodness. That stuff was really, really good. Had a little bit of uh, that to eat last night on the run. Did a lot of stuff around the house. Those things are so convenient, whether it's going in for the bread, the milk, the eggs, the butter, the bananas, whatever it happens to be, heading to the beer cave for a tailgate, or you just need a quick take-home meal. There's always something good for you at Quick Trip. Those are great people. Use your Quick Rewards card, and you can even earn some uh, less pain at the pump. They'll give you that, too. A lot of reasons to go to Quick Trip. Check it out. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. When I think of Lorelei, 
Coming up this weekend, we are going to be live. The Green and Gold Postgame Show is going to come to you live at the Distillery in Grafton from uh, 3 to 5, but it's a watch party for the Green Bay Packers and the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up this weekend. Green Bay and Pittsburgh going at it. We are going to be at the Distillery in Grafton. Come on out and say hi. And uh, remember all the proceeds, uh, or I should say a good portion of the proceeds, going to Fisher House, Wisconsin. It's Veterans Day coming up. And uh, they are going to do something for Fisher House, Wisconsin. So that weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, anything you purchase at the distillery, they're going to uh, put a portion of the proceeds to uh, to um, Fisher House, Wisconsin. And they have a, uh, a distillery in Richfield, but they I, not to say that their charity is not very worthy, but it's not Fisher House. So what we want to do is we wanted to go to the distillery in Grafton, Wisconsin. We want to raise more money than the distillery in Richfield does. So please come on out, join us, and uh, go there all weekend long. We're looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun, but we're going to have a, a hopefully a spirited uh, postgame show, the Green and Gold postgame show, live from the distillery right after the uh, the Packers game. But uh, the Packers taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend. we got a watch party going on. The distillery in Grafton, and then we go on the air immediately following Green Bay and Pittsburgh. So we're really looking forward to that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Let's go to the phone calls. Let's talk to Peter listening to us in Madison. Peter, how are you doing today, man? What's up? Yeah, doing really good, Bill. Hey, you know what? I'm not even a baseball fan, but I am a fan of, you know, all things Wisconsin and even Bill Michaels, so that's why I'm listening. Okay. But, you know, the last few minutes you were talking more about money, but about the reason I'm calling is about 20 or 25 minutes ago when you were talking about the hater thing and the winning uh, in Milwaukee, I, I think you couldn't have been more perfectly spot on in your assessment that that's what happened is uh, starting with the hater uh, issue. And mm-hmm. he just wound up feeling he, he could not win in Milwaukee. There are no resources. And I'm sure he's happy you know, to make a few million dollars more. Of course, he's happy. But the one person in the world that might refuse or not care about that extra few million would be that bat boy. And, you know, there's a real love for the city there. And mm-hmm. his literal love, his father, his family, <clears throat> and yet he can't win there, which right. is his other love is baseball and to be a manager. So I, I think you just, I just wanted to say you hit it spot on. It's kind of end the discussion because, <laughs> you know, people are sad or angry, but what else is there to say? You nailed it. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and I think that's part of it is, is had he gone anywhere else, I think it would have been, you know, short of maybe the Cardinals, I think it would have been more accepted, but because it was the Cubs, it just, it it's yeah. just got people chapped. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I suppose from his perspective, like I say, I'm not a big fan of baseball, but it was an available job where they did have the resources. Um, right. You know, I don't know other jobs are available, but in Chicago, there's a little bit more money. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I well, they they act like they're a small market team, but they're not, and they've got their own network. They've got a lot of money from Wrigley. Yeah. They've got a lot of the rights to their own yeah. stuff, and they've got a huge market to draw from. And let's be honest, I mean, they own the city of Chicago. I mean, the White Sox are are there, but right. they don't own it the way the Cubs own it. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it's the cute little Cubbies backed by a huge right. mega empire. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, I couldn't agree more. Appreciate the phone call, Peter. Thanks so much. No, he's right. I mean, uh, you know, they act like they're a small market team, but they're not. They're not, um, you know, they've, they've always been the, uh, that mentality, uh, of being a small market team comes from the years and years and years of having it beat into you that you're the lovable losers and you're really not even lovable. 
to be honest with you. But the lovable losers and oh, woe is us, and we're we're the bad, you know, we're the team that everybody loves to point at and laugh at. And but no, you're a major market team that had oh almost a hundred over a hundred years of failure, a hundred and eight years of failure. So, <laughs> you know, you had a lot of wasted money. Put it that way, a lot of wasted money. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. Let's go to Mailman Mark. Mailman Mark, how you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you bet. What I had brought up to Grant was you just brought up a good point about ten minutes ago, saying how you know the ownership here always you know says, "Oh, we're in it to win it," but we just you know we offered them this much, but you know the CC Sabathia or um, you know Mark Ken or you know it's just never enough. And, you know, right now this is – you bring this up at a good point because right now the team's asking the state to pony up money for, you know, repairs in the future and uh, for them to stay here, in the, you know, in Wisconsin. And I'm, I'm not one of those people that's against paying for that. I, I get the economics and the benefits of them staying. But it's, it's kind of – you know, it rubs me a little bit of the wrong way because now it just – it seems to me that possibly the ownership group at the Brewers might have lowballed Craig a little bit. I mean, his his offer on the table was like the lowest, I believe. Um, I don't know. And having Mark Canna walk out the door that that really surprised me. I didn't know that happened until yesterday when you when you talked about it. I was yeah. really surprised. I thought that, I thought for sure that would have been a, a, a deal for us. I get a guy with a veteran experience. Um, so I'm not really. I think the ownership group needs to start spending a little bit more to kind of retain some of the fan base. I mean, keep people engaged at least. Uh, Well, again, I agree with you. I just wonder, you know, with all the the negative news surrounding, I appreciate the phone call with all the negative news surrounding the Brewers, uh, you know, Craig council is leaving, you know, I don't want to say under the cover of darkness, but basically that deal was made without anybody knowing it, you know, without even anybody knowing they were talking like it wasn't even a thought. And all of a sudden it happened. So he's gone. I mean, Bolts basically doesn't say a word to anybody. Everybody in the organization is just shocked. So he takes off and Canna's gone. And everything you're hearing now is about money. You know, I went through Adam McAlvey's list of offseason to-dos. And it's all, I mean, granted, it has to be because you have a budget and you have to figure your team out. But everything's about money. Well, Corbin Burns probably not going to be here because it's going to cost him too much money. Well, Brandon Woodruff's not going to be here next year because of the injury, so they're going to end up with some kind of a settlement for this season and blah, blah, blah. And then it's all about arbitration and what they can and can't afford and who they may or may not keep. And there's some people that I agree with. You know, hey, you're paying them, and it's like, eh. You know, their contract's over. They're not that good. You know, move on. But you're sitting here right now going, you've got 46-something million committed to a 26-man portion of roster, and you got to what you would assume is some money to spend. You're not spending 8 million bucks on a manager. You got money and everything we're talking about is how much can they cut? How much can they get out of the new guys under their rookie contracts before they even become arbitration eligible? Because and it's, it's, that's the way good teams are built and I'm not knocking it. But what I haven't heard is, you know, Hey, when, when, you know, you got a couple of maybe first base free agents that are going to be open. Will the brewers be in on any of this? I haven't heard anything. You know, what about third-base candidates? Haven't heard anything. Will there be a trade that happens? There's no rumors floating around. I mean, granted, you've got uh, the meetings that are going on. 
But I haven't heard much of anything. And what I'm looking for right now, and it could happen. I'm not saying it couldn't, and I'm not saying it's not going to. But I'm waiting for something. Give me something to latch on to to go, okay, now here we go. Here we go. That's what I'm hoping for. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going up. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. And now you can save even more by taking advantage of no interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella Windows and Doors. Whether you're updating or upgrading the look and comfort of your home, Pella has extensive lines of customizable options to meet your needs and your budget. Replacing drafty windows and doors can dramatically lower your energy costs. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offers some of the most energy-efficient windows in the industry. 0% interest and no down payment for up to 36 months when you order by November 30th. Set your free in-home consultation today at PellaWI.com. Good to have you back. Hey, if you're heading downtown, a lot of people downtown last night. Marquette opened up downtown last night, uh, I saw. Got a nice win. Raised the uh, Big East Championship banner last night. But if you're heading down for a uh, Marquette game, a concert, a Bucks game, theater, as uh, the theater season is now up and running, anything with Admirals for that matter, don't forget about our friends over at Calderon Club. Calderon Club, 838 Old World, 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee in San Giorgio Pizzeria. Right next door, and oh my God, is that good! Uh, both places just fa- spectacular, uh, just spectacular. Uh, looking for the best Italian food, whether it's spaghetti and meatballs, chicken marsala, um, you name it. I mean, they've got incredible uh, thin pizza over at Calderon Club and the traditional pizza at San Giorgio. They've got it all. So uh, check in uh, with Gino and the gang down at 838 Old World Third Street, downtown Milwaukee. That is Calderon Club and San Giorgio, two spectacular places. Right there, Old World, 3rd Street, right across from the Hyatt. Right across from the Hyatt Hotel. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Don't forget uh, our guy, Tim Dillard. Tim Dillard, uh, part of the Brewers broadcast with Bally's. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk with him about his reaction to all of this when word got, uh, you know, broke loose that Craig Council was off to Chicago. We'll talk with him about that. We got, uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to Ken listening to us in Sturgeon Bay. Ken, how you doing today, man? What's going on? We lost Ken. Ken dropped off, but we can go to Steve in Madison. Let's go to Steve in Madison. Steve, how you doing? Well, pretty good, Bill. Um, I wanted to talk about the the revenue sharing that you know every major league team gets. I know back in 2020, I guess the Brewers got like 118 million dollars in revenue sharing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean a lot of that goes though. You would think to get better players and things like that, but why? It seems to me that the management is more interested in profits than uh, going for the whole thing. I was just wondering what your thoughts would be on something like that. 
Well, from what I understand, the revenue sharing is um, supposed to go towards player personnel. So that's what they are supposed to use that for. It should not go towards debt relief from stadiums or anything else like that. It should be always to either better the scouting department, better international scouting, or go into player personnel acquisition. That, I believe, is what revenue sharing is for. I don't know, um, you know what specifically they did with it, uh, but I do know uh, going all the way back, what was it, uh, like you said, back in April, I think it was teams are sharing $110 million, something to that extent. So I, I don't I don't know. And remember, that's I think it's the top half uh, of baseball pays the bottom half of baseball. It, correct me if I'm wrong. So I, I don't I don't know what the Brewers did with it uh, and what they spent that money on. But that's what's supposed to happen. Uh, the, uh, you know, the Brewers had a total of payroll of one hundred and five point six million. It ranks 19th in baseball. And, uh, and we'll talk more about this coming up at the top of the hour. I'm running out of time here, but I, I want to go through this because that's where the money is supposed to be spent. Now, some teams, uh, I know the Pittsburgh Pirates got into a little bit of trouble for that because they were paying off stadium debt, and that's not what it's used for. That's not what it's supposed to be used for. Stay tuned. we got a lot more coming up right after this. Stay tuned. we got Tim Dillard next.